Hello innovators, explorers and risk takers. Welcome to another episode of the Web3 with Sam Kamani podcast. I'm your host Sam Kamani, an Amazon best-selling author, a multiple exit founder and a strategic advisor to startups in Web3 and artificial intelligence. In this episode, I am talking with Sarah from Radar. She analyzes blockchain for a living, so she knows what is happening, what people are trading, what utility people are using. She is an optimist, but at the same time, she is very cautious on the utility and how people are using blockchain day to day. So in this episode, Sarah is going to share with us what she has found analyzing on-chain data from the last few months. So, Sarah, it's great to have you on the show. You're from DepRadar. Would love to learn a bit more about DepRadar and what you guys do and what you do there at DepRadar. Yeah, sure. So, first of all, thank you for inviting me, Sam. It's very nice being here and I can't wait to have this conversation with you. Yeah, so I'm from DepRadar, which is the world's Dep store. We are at the starting point to discovering dApps for the community across all blockchains. Right now, we have integrated more than 14,000 dApps across 50 blockchains. And what we do is that we track their performance, we track their metrics. So right now, if you're curious about a dApp on Ethereum or you're curious about an NFT collection, you come to the operator and we have all these full metrics like trading volume, sales count, traders and everything. And we do have other things. For example, we have portfolio, which that, I mean, it's something that you can manage your wallet and you can see exactly what kind of NFTs you have, the tokens. And what's cool is that using the portfolio, you can also look at other people's wallets. And I think this is important right now because I see like a trend Right now, everyone is following the big wheels and see exactly what they are doing so they can do the same. And this is something you can do also with us. We also have an NFT value estimator, which is AI powered. And that means that if you have an NFT, it might be not that as famous as, let's say, as the blue chip collection, but it's a valuable NFT. You can go to our website, you can have a valuation. And that was the cool thing. And why I'm there is that we launch weekly reports Yes. So this is my job. I'm a blockchain analyst there. And we launch weekly reports about the dev industry, the gaming, NFTs, everything. Our community can stay up to date. We, the journalists know how they write to pieces. We come to data. If you want to say something about something, we have data. And this yeah. is, this is me. <laughs> this is the company. So how did you get in, into becoming a blockchain analyst? What's the career path? <sighs> Yeah. So first of all, I started, I think I started like one, I have almost one year with that radar. So two, three, three years ago, I was in my second year of university. I did international business and economy. Being an economist, you stay up to date with what's happening with the stocks and everything. You study that. So I do remember that at some point there was this at the beginning of the bull run, the past bull run, everyone kept talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum and everything. And I was like, oh, it sounds interesting. So I started doing my research and then I think three years ago I was with my family. I was like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to invest. So everything started with a, with an investment. I invested in this Romanian project, Multiverse X, 
I started with them and then I got into DeFi, I got into blockchain. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's amazing. Back in the time I was doing university, I was working as a corporation, as a corporation, in a corporation. I wasn't like fully specialized in this. And then I had this occasion to be a research assistant for someone in the, from the Romanian community. I got to do research for Web3, write some white papers and everything. And then I saw this job opening one year ago. I saw this job opening at that reader. I was like, oh, that's cool. I applied and then, yeah, thanks God they got me. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I applied and I, yeah, yeah, actually, yes. I applied, they got me. And since then has been like, to be honest, a roller coaster. Like I do remember the first week, the first week I was there, my manager, my right now manager, he was on holiday and I felt, oh my God, what is Web3? And I started laughing. And I think that at the beginning of the first month, it's when you get into web three is a roller coaster, like yes. things happen so fast. So if we want to talk about things that happened one month ago, it's, oh my God, that's so old news. Oh no. So that was amazing. <laughs> I like the fast, it was very fast and everything. Yes. I like that we have so many data and we have so many, so much knowledge you can have and oh my God, incredible. And I fell in love with the industry right now. So I'm like a very yeah. big geek. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is fantastic. I know in Web3, you age in dog years. <laughs> yeah. So it, it goes so much faster. Everything moves so much faster. And I've never come across an industry that where things move this fast, like the rate of adoption or or even the rate of an adoption or people leaving. So if people like your product, one day it's in the hype mode, everyone's in, everyone's trading your coin or everyone's using your, or tens of millions of people are using your product. And then next month, no one is using your product. One, one month you have $5 billion in total value locked or TLV. And then next month you have 50 million or 30 million, it's all gone within a month. So it is crazy how fast this industry moves. What are some of the trends that you have seen in the last month or two? Okay. Yeah. As you said, it's very fast industry. And when it comes to trends, I think the trend for 2022 was gaming. Everyone was so focused on gaming. And it's something that it's still here. So people are still playing blockchain gaming. It's still hype. Right now, this month, April, finally, let's say, bend the knee to the Web3 applications and Web3 games. And that that's so cool. Because actually, I've been playing a Web3 game on my phone as well. It's like, Which to, one? And I kind of moved to Earth. It's something on the, I found that using our DAP rankings. And that's so cool. It's like plant crossing or stuff like that. So you have little plants and you have to yeah. fight people, but you have to have steps. Just imagine that I usually go to the gym and I walk yes. a lot. So if I have good steps i can beat and get points if not i don't and i think this is so cool because i found it on apple store and it's not hype no one is talking about it so it's just something very like right now i think i know but i don't know let's hope in the future but i just played for the pleasure of playing like it's that's not, so good i'm not earning yeah like i'm not earning anything you just have few nfts and that's so cool you can mint other stuff but yeah anyway coming back to the question yeah a trend was blockchain gaming and right now what we are seeing is DeFi. So let's say in the past two months, we had this, let's say the situation with SVB that happened back in November, yes. oh, I think in November. Yeah. No, not in November. I think two, three months. I don't even know when SVB happened, to be honest, but yeah, we had this yeah. situation with the bank that was failing. It was a major bank crisis in America. And you saw that yes. even in Europe was affected. So people started to look at the DeFi services. 
And right now we saw that the dominance just for May, because we just launched yesterday, I think we just launched a report just yes. for May for the first time, DeFi is like 30% dominance in the unique active wallet. Yeah. Uh, and for people doesn't know what unique active wallets are, we are tracking the interaction within the smart contracts with new wallets that have been created. This doesn't mean that there are new users. It means that they are just new wallets. And we saw that, as I told you, a lot of people went into DeFi services and other services. Yeah, this is the hype right now. And then NFT and something else is about NFT lending protocols. I think this is another hype. And I think this is a very cool, let's say, utility that you can give to the NFTs, especially to the blue chip collections. Yes. And this is something that's been trending. You can see how people there. And another trend, because I think we have so many trends, as you said, the industry is so yes. fast, is social dApps. So for us, social dApps are dApps that have been following the same logic of Facebook and Instagram. Yes. But they have some gamification. They have, yeah, some gamification actions, elements. So that means that I can go scroll on, let's say, Instagram. There's something there. And yes. there are a few projects like Lens Protocol, there's Hook, and you know, other... Uh, Farcaster. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few. Exactly, exactly. And even at some point, even the central land, right? It's a metaverse, yes. but it's still as a social dev because you can get yes. there and know people within the metaverse, which is another like topic, but it's still social dev. So this is what's trending up in, and it's rising. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very cool. When you talk about DeFi, and I saw that DeFi was over 30% for the first time this year, I think, that the total active wallets participating in DeFi. Any particular DeFi products did they stand out for you? Or what are people doing in DeFi? Because DeFi itself is big. There's so many different types of utilities, like this lending and trading and all sorts of things. So, yeah, what are people doing in DeFi? Yeah, so I think people are doing few things and people follow the money. So yes. if every action that they do in DeFi, as of right now, they are because of the money. The first thing that happened, it was the meme coin era. Oh, so when yeah. the meme coin happened, yeah, a lot of people start swapping their memes token on Uniswap, on Payton swap, and we saw this huge mm. increases of tokens. That was one of the reasons that activity increased. Another reason is the airdrop hunting. Right now, the most used app for the past months actually has been Stargate Finance. And Stargate Finance is, let's say, a bridge and it helps of swapping and having other DeFi services and a lot of projects from ZK, Sync, or other layer two that are preparing for an airdrop are using Stargate Finance. So people mm-hmm. want, in order to have a big portion of an airdrop, you have to do tasks. And everyone has been following that since the boom of Arbitrum airdrop yes. everyone and optimist everyone is looking if you scroll on twitter it's like how can you make money with 50 dollars for this upcoming airdrop or this is the latest guide on the airdrops and everything is related to DeFi. so this is why yes. users follow the money and this is and exactly this is one of the reasons that despite the hype into DeFi services this month DeFi cbl has decreased by i think four percent 4.3 percent and it's like a contrastive narrative it means that people are using DeFi services just for swapping money and just for make money but they are not they're not putting money to stock or to staking or they are not looking anything they are just using as a service and I don't know if this is beneficial for the future, 
it's not it's not yeah, at all you know, it is it's not x, it's x not. infinity for DeFi. <laughs> this is x infinity for <laughs> DeFi. it's just yeah it's that's why i the reason why i don't pay to earn model is because it becomes work it's not solving a problem it becomes work and same thing if if people are just hunting for for airdrops all these people are going to leave they're just there for the airdrops they're not there getting their problem solved <laughs> so yeah yeah you're right but right now just there are a few people that think of as us right so this is why like yes. this industry it's so big but at some point it's so young and so little because right now you are in new zealand and right yes. now i'm in europe just imagine that i think we became friends and just imagine if we've been working in another industry, I think this could never happen. Like how you can connect with people. But right now, the, let's say the professionals or the people that are more expert and it's yeah. just like few, they are like very, we are just very few people there. We are very um, few and people. I, think I know so many already, pretty much most of the projects I know people in like the top tier projects because the industry is so small. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's so small. And, and I think this is the, the biggest issue is when it comes to education, right? So we must, this people that come new people that are hunting for money, it's not good, but at some point they can bring adoption because we're talking about yes. Gen Z generation, or I think it's Gen Z. I, I think I'm yes. from Gen Z as well, but I think it's called Gen Z. So, you know, they are very young. We are very young. I think you as well. Like, of course, we are looking for ways to make money. But the reason I stayed in the industry, because I liked what it was promising. I like the future. So it's like meme coins. We are not happy yeah. with meme coins. We definitely are not. But I know that they might bring some liquidity to the market. They might bring some people. So, you know, like as of right now, it's good, but definitely. And I think another issue with DeFi is that why now it's so hard using the DeFi services. And I think this is why people decide to use a sex than like yes. centralized exchanges than a DEX because the user experience, it's, it's really not say bad, but it's not as a centralized exchanges. And for example, yes. a lot of people don't have the knowledge of understanding what the slippage is or what the gas fees of that certain, of the certain DEX when ethereum was very high in gas fees you wanted to buy some coin and you had to pay like i don't know 50 dollars or like 23 dollars yes. for like buying 10 that didn't make any sense so this is another reason i think right now DeFi is not getting there the um, let's say the principle that they have and the future roadmap that the whole DeFi services have i think it's interesting and it's gonna stay here for a while oh yeah yeah it is it is here to stay i think the real killer app is when real i don't know problems will be solved like real world apart from the web3 problems will are solved by decentralized or web3 products not just web3 problems solved by web3 people <laughs> i don't know if you understand it's a lot of the problems at the moment web3 solves they were created by yes. Web3. There are all these other chains who say, oh, we are cheaper than, we have less gas fees than Ethereum. That's why we are solving a problem. But it was, first of all, a problem created by Web3. <laughs> it wasn't a real world problem. Exactly. We need to solve real world problems. That's when the whole industry will move forward. That's what I believe in. Having said that, how does Radar monetize itself? Or how do you guys make money? 
Oh, shit. Okay, that's a very interesting question. Not sure how. So we have a lot of, let's say, services. And I think that was the first question when I've joined, guys, how we make money. And first of all, we have the API services that we just launched. If you're a company and you want to use the API, we have our partnerships team. And right now what we launched, I think a few weeks ago is that we offer some API services also for traders and it's like subscription, you pay $10 per month and you have a subscription. And then we offer marketing packages for games and stuff. Like we have Twitter space, like there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of way of revenues that we currently offer. And yeah, like, I, I think the best people are our partnerships team because sure, <laughs> right sure, now sure. we're the CLS team because right now this is the only thing that comes to my mind. And something is that in the future, we really want to, we are in the process of becoming a DAO. So this yes. is our vision and right now becoming a DAO, everything will be like on chain. Everything will be very open about this. And right now yes. we just started an ambassador program. So we have five new contributors that for one month or two months, they will be working for us as contribution. We have our own community and this is so nice seeing that we might become a DAO like very soon. And our vision, let's say, and especially the founder's vision is that we want to be like a hundred percent DAO. I don't know. It's really cool. Like it's actually very cool. Cause I think at some point, and I'm not talking about this company, but I'm talking about companies in general. Yes. Especially startups and startups that are made by young people. You have a board of directors, you have a yes. board, uh, you have so many people that you have to be accountable, but right when you became a DAO, I think that part a little bit changes because as yes. a DAO, it's the DAO itself that is building and the DAO will be built based on our product. And this is yeah. why now we are like, I think 70% of the company, like 60% of the company are developers because we are pushing so hard to deliver a good product, a product that is going to be used by, I hope by millions or even billions people like in a very like 10 years from now, I really hope you're going to see like everyone's going to, everyone is going to use blockchain in some way or another. Yeah. So talking about the product, what are the key features used by people from Depred radar? Do they come there mainly for data? Do they come there to read your report that you make the analytics from the analytics? Is it something else or is it the marketing side, like the Twitter spaces and other educational stuff or, yeah. Yes. So I think right now we do have some partnerships and we do have airdrops announcement and airdrops campaign. So most of the people come from airdrops, as I told you, users, and especially when it comes to crypto, people follow the money. This is like one of, you know, people are for this. And then because of the data and because how we track data, this is another point because for example, projects want to share how they are doing and they are using that radar as a reference. So right now, if they are having an increase in the trading volume or everything, these are cool dApps stats, they're going to share it. And users also want to find exactly where to invest their money. So a lot of people come on for that. And I really hope most of them also come for the report. But I know my reports tend to be long, as you saw. It's it was fantastic. I really minutes. enjoyed it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm so happy. Like I, I received your email. I was really happy for your feedback. I know it's long. So this is what usually now people ask me like, you know, how many days you take how many weeks? I'm like, guys, I have a 48 hours. Deadline. This wow. is, you know, yeah. Unfortunately, as I told you, it's a very fast paced industry, but yes. uh, yeah, we saw this and then, yeah, right now with the Twitter spaces, we have this gaming series that we talk with a lot of cool gaming projects. And lately I saw a lot of engagement there. My manager actually is the host and everything. So right now we are trying like kind of build different products and have different type of audience, but definitely the main reason are is data, like an NFT and everything related to data. Do you know, I have been using DevRadar for a year. (laughs) You know why I use DevRadar? I use it for market research. So I've helped out like a gaming DAO. And so they want to know all the gaming projects. And so I go to DevRadar and I can find all the gaming projects, uh, like Web3 gaming (laughs) projects. It's fantastic. (laughs) And I was like, wow, I get all this for free. (laughs) And that's exactly what (laughs) when you first joined your thinking, I was thinking the same thing that, (laughs) yeah, that exactly. how how do you make money? (laughs) Exactly. But I'm getting all this data for free. And even now, Anyone can go to DevRadar and look at the data of the unique active wallets on whether it's on any chain, on any industry and all that, or I used to be able to, I don't know how I did that earlier. So yeah, so that, that is very cool. Um, yeah, and sorry. Is yeah, as of right now, with we also working on a new pro member program. So right now that if you're going to have, I think. 20,000 or 30,000 rather stake, you're going to become pro and in the future, a new utility will come. So we are thinking of, if you are a pro member, you're going to have access to different ways of knowledge, maybe different reports. You can get in contact with us and there are also a pro channel on our discord. When you get, you can get even additional things that we're doing. But yeah, in my point of view, and I think this is a vision also, like some people inside the company, as I talk to them, I think it's important that this data has to be open and yes. open to the public. Oh, um, absolutely. So yeah, so I think this is one of the reason is that, and this is why we want, we call ourselves the World App Store, because it should be like, let's say not free, but it should be available and yeah, free to the people, to the people. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah, because I do, I'm a geek, I like looking at different graphs and charts and seeing where things are going or where the industry is going and moving. Just before we go, I have just one or two questions. What trends do you see coming over the next few months? I won't ask in two, three years. It's completely unimaginable in two or three years, but in just in the next few months, where do you think the industry is going towards? Oh... I will say follow the money and we should follow the money. So I think there are like going to be a few trends like the AI. That's yes. definitely as of right now, AI hasn't made, and I didn't saw any impact having gone web three, like major impact. Yeah. And I think in the future, definitely we have to see that. I think it's, we really have to see. This is one. And the second one, probably more focus on, I think two, two things. The first one, more focus on the gaming side of things. New games will come, not following the play to earn model anymore. Cause as you saw right now, the play to earn model had to be there, I had to start there. But I think right now yes. players are becoming more picky right now. Some of them know how to read the token economics. 
for a white paper. And right now, gaming definitely will be there and definitely will be something that will continue to rise. And the third place, in my point of view, is that we're going to see a lot of NFT like NFT hype, but not hype, utility inside of the NFTs. And I will explain more because I think people, when they think about NFTs, they think about this blue chip collection, like Yuga Labs projects, then you had Proof community as well and everything. But what we saw in the data is that actually Polygon, first of all, Polygon is the main source of NFT transactions and sales, even it doesn't have a lot of volume. I think this is why NFTs are supposed to be used. Having fixing the issues and as you saw, fixing the issue that the real world cannot fix. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. And I think this is where NFTs are heading because right now Flow did a partnership with Ticketmaster back a few months ago. You can buy tickets using NFTs and there are so many accessibility that you can use using this technology. And actually I'm writing my dissertation paper on the utility of blockchain analyzing in the fashion industry. And uh, again, it's, it fixes so much if, you know, the brands will start using NFTs or even blockchain technology, it will fix so many issues. Um, Absolutely. And I think this is, yeah, and I think this is really cool. And I think this is where, where we are heading and another trend, more web two companies into the web three. Yeah. Like I, you see the trend is rising. Like it's incredible. Besides fashion industry, you, we saw fashion formula. Uno just accepted NFTs. Yes. They're going to a big fan of formula. Uno. And there, there's like a lot of music industry, every kind of industry that you're thinking of. I yeah. think they already have some use cases using blockchain and web three. So yeah. that's, that, that's really cool. Yeah. That is very true. I think I think it has to have the utility and I do think access is one of that. But then you also have the tradability that a normal ticket doesn't have. You can trade it, you can use it to get, I don't know, to get funds or to rent it out, rentable NFT, or you can do so many things with it once it is on chain. So I do think so, but it's just that the adoption will take a little bit longer. We don't know when the next wave is coming or when the next bull run starts, but that, that's when you'll see a lot more adoption like that. Yeah. I think you're hundred yes. percent correct that I think that's what most likely the next wave would be, but don't know when. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think like just my, your idea on the bull run, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think the next bull run will be as crazy as the previous one or what do you think? It is so hard to predict that it depends on the utility that the bull run is associated because I'm really old, especially for this industry. So I was trying to set up a miner in for Bitcoin on my laptop in 2012, and it was already still too complex and I couldn't. And because by that time, people had already moved to professional equipment and GPUs and stuff. And I didn't have, so I was just trying it out and I couldn't. And I was like, oh, this technology is so complex. Who's ever going to use it? (laughs) And, but then I saw the bull run of the 2015 
and then I saw the bull run of the 2017 and which the 2017 one was to do with, with ICOs. It was the ICO boom. You might have heard of this <laughs> in the history of, of blockchain. And I remember everyone, all my friends, they all were creating their own coins, all ERC20 tokens, basically but back in those days, because Ethereum enabled that. And yeah, that, that. And then came the whole NFT boom and all that of 2020 and 2021. And in between DeFi has shown promises, but it hasn't stuck around. There was this whole summer of DeFi type stuff and all that, but it didn't, yeah, it didn't stick around. The one utility I do really like of on-chain product is stable coins. I have used stable coins to pay people and people have used it to pay me for sponsoring podcasts and stuff. So it, it really works. I know that it removes so much ambiguity. The transaction costs are low. And I've used stable coins. Like whenever we go to conferences, we are sharing Uber, we are sharing things. And then we just do small transactions in, in stable coins because we know it was $8 that we paid for Uber and that I owe someone and I owe $11 here. And then you can just do USDC or USDT or something or BUSD. And it is so much easier and so much faster. And especially because everyone is from a different country. We don't have bank accounts in the same country that we could use a regular bank account for a local transaction. So that utility, I could completely see, and I could see that's why they would be one of the most regulated products, because that is something that can really challenge sovereign currencies or like government currencies, government-backed currencies and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what is going to be the next killer app. It depends on the next killer app. If it is just some meme coin run, then it's not going to be big proper bull run. But if it is something that solves real world problem, it would be much bigger than the 2021 bull run as long as it solves yeah. a real world problem that people use because people most people in the world they don't care about decentralization and blockchain and they don't care about on-chain or off-chain or <laughs> yeah so we don't even need to advertise or talk about it <laughs> as long as it solves a real world problem yeah and here i will tend to agree and disagree with you to be yeah, honest yeah. Like just because, as I told you, my background is an economist, and just from an economic point of view, even if blockchain managed some way to fix real world issues or at least one big real world issue, I still don't think we will see the levels of the previous bull run. Because looking economically, back in the 2021, because of the COVID, a lot of money has been pushed into the economies and this is why we have this huge inflation rate right because yes. this is the reason of the inflation so i'm just thinking that in the next bull run yeah definitely we're going to see some projects that are going to have like a lot of excess but i think that we won't see the what we are used to and from now on just because this industry is going to be more regulated and this industry yeah. will probably have more serious people we're going to become like some very bored stock like just this, how the stocks are maybe a few more excess because you can still make like 10 excess let's say if you find like a very good project and they have that bump and you got it but i don't think we're gonna see the crazy era and because retail people don't have money like how you can invest because usually you invest like 10 percent of 20 percent of your income and as even you said at the beginning like when you travel to america right now tonight at states it's so high it's, and the prices are yes. high and everything People don't have money to invest. So I think, first of all, we have to fix our economy, like worldwide economy. And then the bull run might be 
might be something interesting, but I don't see the ball run that we had passed last year. That was a very good. I don't think we're going to see these levels in the near future. I'm, yeah, you yeah. are so correct about that the COVID injection because every country or every big country injected trillions and small countries invest in in just like billions that was printed and stuff that that's not flowing in to bump up the prices unless that sort of a liquidity event happens <laughs> where will the money come exactly. from because we suddenly had like a over like two trillion or three trillion or something i don't know by the time you even add up all the projects and stuff some like not only the coins listed on the thing but by the time all the startups and the funding that they raised it would easily go over three trillion that was suddenly flew in to this ecosystem we yeah i understand what you mean that we don't have that sort of money coming in on the horizon at the moment unless some black swan scenario happens, interest rates go back to zero everywhere, which they are not, and everyone starts their money printing machine again, then we will see five, yeah. six trillion dollar market cap of the crypto industry. Yeah. Exactly. I think because economic is like a cycle and there's like a word is that history doesn't repeat, but, but rhymes. it rhymes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So it's the same thing with economics. Definitely no, not in the not in the near future, but just imagine that we really need, as you said, I love you that you said the Black Swan event. And once we're gonna have a new Black Swan event, we will see definitely where the new money will come and the new inflation. It's yes. historical. So you know, everything will be there. But the most important thing is that blockchain has to stay there. As it's a very new industry and everything we should yes. really you know fight or ass off and think about educate people and i think this is great what you're doing with your podcast right educate people oh, about these concepts and yeah hey guys we should really be fight for this industry because it has to be there and as you said we are in an industry that one day you are at your really high place and the next day you are at your lowest <laughs> point as a yes. project as a company yeah, yeah. And I think this is the same thing with this high, high risk industry, let's say, and even yeah. sports is the same thing. The competition is high, the workload is high, but the rewards are very, and not just well. financially. Yeah. Exactly. And not just financially, but like with everything, it's amazing. who cares about the night that you don't sleep? Who cares? It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Doing, building this for the future and everything. But yeah, definitely this is it. Yeah. We are here for the future generation. Totally. Yeah. That, that sounds really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Final question. Do you have a ask? Is there people, do you want people to connect with you? Check out their radar, anything. If you have a ask, feel free to share. Sure. <laughs> And yeah, sure. Oh my God. Yeah, sure. If someone wants to talk about the economics and everything, they can find myself on LinkedIn, Startup Gerregelas, but they can find my, they can find my name and my profile on the Dabrader website under reports tab. There's me. I'm the one who writes reports that you can check out and you can give me feedback and yeah. And just check Dabrader product. We have so many things cool that is happening right now. If you want to be involved in a very cool DAO, just come to the community. We have a very community manager and yeah, we should keep building. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Building. Sounds, sounds okay. fantastic. Sounds great. Thank you so much for your time and wish you best of luck. You too. You too. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening or watching this episode of the web three with Sam Kamani podcast. By now, you know, the drill, leave a comment or 
share this episode with a friend and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. So that's why my DMs are open. Reach out to me, especially if you are a founder building a product in Web3, then I would love to hear from you. What are your challenges? Is there anything that I can help you or my community can help you with? Thank you once again and wish you best of luck in building your startup or your project.